He said, to the extent I desire to move through you, you must allow me to cut on the leader's cut. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the leader's cut. And as you can see, we have my best friend on planet Earth. This is the first time they've seen you since that last episode we did together <laughs> where I just went into silent mode for the last half hour and you put on quite the uh, menu of a seriously good food. Well, we had uh, to get we had to get her out. We we had to get the hostages out. It, it appears as though she came out from underneath that dark cloud. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> just going off the DMs in the comments, I would say. That was. I think we got that, her. That was a special one. It was just to dude. watch you, and I—I I mean, I remember feeling it in the moment. The spirit of the living God walked in, and that I was about to wrap up, and you just—you went another twenty-five minutes, and it was—it was all about him, yeah, and her, yeah, yeah, and that was fun to see you yeah. go like that. Well, thank you. Today we're talking about something fun, and it actually came from a conversation that I had with. Cody, Cody Carnes, a couple weeks ago, I was asking him about the run that he's been on, just uh, hit song after hit song and tour mm -hmm. after tour. And I said, how, are, how are, is all this happening? I mean, how would you describe, like, what's the why? How's it taking place? And he goes, Preston, I, I've just stumbled into it. And it was <laughs> the most humble response. But Timmy and I started talking about it and it opened up this conversation that is so, and I don't want to say anti-strategy, but yep. I do want to kind of blow a hole in the strategy as king. Yeah, for sure. Narrative. But yep. I, want to, I want to read you a verse and then we're going to pray. This is kind of to frame the conversation. Psalm 37, verse 23, verse 24. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Mm. Though they stumble, mm. they will never fall. Mm -hmm. For the Lord holds them by the hand. This is why we entitled this conversation, We Stumbled Into It. Yep. So let's pray <laughs> so we can stumble. <laughs> Spirit of the living God, yeah. thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you for holding us by the hand. Yep. That even when we trip, yep. when we walk with you, we still fall into the center of your will. Mm-hmm. You, you are better than we could ever articulate. Yep. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would comfort so many through this conversation, Lord. I pray that for those who've been angsty, that they could get it wrong, that, that they could take the wrong step. I yeah. just pray for the peace that could yes, only Lord. come from the prince who has all peace. Yes, Lord. I pray that measure of peace mm -hmm. would set in on all mm -hmm. of us right now, especially those of us who are up against a really big decision yes, Lord. and think everything could go wrong if I don't get this right. Mm. Holy Spirit, would you just cut on us? Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Anywhere we need it, would yes, you cut Lord. on us? Yes, Lord. To make more room for you. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's Amen. go, prayer. I can't okay. wait. You're turned up. To have this conversation okay. with Clearly, you. I can tell by the because prayer. Because here, my mind goes to old school days with you. So, so when we're younger, we kind of think that we can lay out this plan mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that's how life is going to go. Mm -hmm. Has life ever gone? Nope. The way you thought? Nope. And so do we now 
as middle-aged men, do we plan the way we used to? No, we don't. We don't. No, there's no need to. It, there's no need to. You know how many times I wrote it down and it didn't end up going the way <laughs> exactly. that I thought it would go? Yeah, yeah. It went Ephesians 3 better yeah. yes. than what I expected. Yes. And it's not that I don't write down my goals. I, no. I just, man makes his plans. The Lord determines our steps. The Lord determines yeah. our steps. Absolutely. So it makes me think about the old days yep. uh, when I learned with you that people around us kind of had a plan they thought our lives would go on a trajectory. Oh, for sure. They thought. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like Tim's going to do this, yeah. this, and this. Yep. And one time, this this was the first early on when we met, you're telling me this story about one of your mentors at the time uh, in ministry saying, I've got a plan. I'm going to step out and you're going to step in in my place. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. And wisdom would say, uh-huh. like just, just street wisdom yeah. would say, only a fool would turn this down. Oh, absolutely. This is a no-brainer. But it's I knew when you told me you turned it down. Uh-huh. You were some kind of altogether different <laughs> than anything I'd ever been around in my life. <laughs> yep. So let's talk about uh-huh. how strategy sometimes can end up being the Achilles heel to God's plan. For sure. All right. So yeah. how did you, yep. how were you able to say no to something like that? Yep. So um, I'm so grateful. Uh that we have the relational equity and the story transfer to the level that you could just pick different stuff about my life and be like, talk about that one. So um, I was serving my youth pastor uh, and quickly became like his number two. And that's actually my sweetest spot to be in, Mm. in ministry is number two. I like, I don't consider myself Robin to somebody's Batman <laughs> um, because he's like just a colorful distraction. So I'm like Nightwing. Like I'm like the grown up Robin. Um, but I, I do consider myself to be Pippin to Jordans. I've never considered myself to be Jordan. So I actually like the number two role the best. Give me somebody to go kill on your behalf. Give me something to kill mm-hmm. on your behalf, but I don't need to run the thing, yep. right? So um, he, he wants me to, he took a, a youth group from 80 kids to 2,000 in four years. That, that's pretty impressive. Few were doing it better. Yep. Very few are doing it better. And it they, came to you on a silver platter. Right? It, it is a no-brainer. It's such a no-brainer that it was unspoken. Like when, when he transitioned people automatically assumed if he has moved on, Tim has to be in that spot. Right. So I remember when, when, the, when the transition happened, people were congratulating me as if they knew exactly what had happened. But what happened was several months before his transition, he sat me down. Um, well, actually, it was a year before his transition. He, sit, he sits me down and he goes, I have one year left. And in the next year, um, and, and I got to say this because it's going to help to calibrate the difference between making a plan and not letting God in and having a plan and not minding God tearing it up. So this guy goes, I'm leaving in 12 months. I'm, I'm going to uh, get my wife pregnant with our second child. 
And that's how I'm going to make the transition. I've already teed it up with the lead pastor and already talked to him about him. He's keen on you stepping into the role. And so it's basically set up for you. And I said, uh, I am humbled by your trust in me and honored that you would think about me, but I have to respectfully decline. And this dude was like, I'm sorry, what? Mm -hmm. I said, yeah, I'm not going to be able to do it. And he goes, why? And I said, number one, um, I am still getting my marriage with Juliet like tight because of number two. I'm having to deal with a porn addiction that I'm going to counseling for, but I, I got I to gotta chill, right? I don't need that level of exposure at this season right. of my life with a marriage this young. And then I told him, I, I don't think I've ever said this on camera, but I told him, I said, um, I would love to believe, because I was early, I was mid, mid 20s. I said, I would love to believe that I could handle an 18 year old young woman who runs track at some high school around here and look at her with pure eyes. I don't trust myself. And to have that level of power and authority, I would never risk embarrassing you because of something I'm so self-aware of. I don't think I put it as eloquently at 25 years old, but that's right. essentially what I, what right. I said. He was dumbfounded. Surely. And what was interesting is he wasn't dumbfounded from like a, the character, the integrity. Right. Boy, it was almost like, why would that stop you from right. like, bro, like pray about it and do it anyway. Move along. Just move along. <laughs> like going. the Lord's going to be with you. <laughs> the Lord's with me. I don't know if I'm going to be with him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so um, I was that honest with that dude. And um, obviously he went on to somebody else. Prez, the next person he went to um, was already approved, was stepping into the role. And he wound up getting a girl pregnant um, and had to remove himself from, you know, that position. And I was like, that was about to be me. Yeah. I would love to say that, no, I, I could handle it. And the Lord's anointing was on me and blah, blah, blah. No, nah, I had more work to do. And so you can't allow another person's plans for your life. This is a cheat code for some of these young guys who have been affirmed by the older seasoned people in faith, I just need to tell y'all, I'm gonna look right in this camera too. I need to tell y'all, do not let these people that you call your heroes, that you call your mentors and spiritual fathers, put you in a position that you can't handle. Just because they see it does not mean you can be it. Mm. And no matter what they bring to you, you need to bring that to the father and ask, is this really you telling me right now? Because if not, you, you're going to be in trouble. And so I didn't take it. Four years later, 
I am the young adult pastor mm -hmm. of the church. And all those youth are now young adults as well. So I miss nothing. Right. You took two steps forward by taking one step back. That's absolutely correct. But that when God's with you. That's right. I mean, you, what, what's wild to me, you knew the call in your life. Yeah. And you, you knew the situation you were in. Right. Absolutely. To have the wherewithal to say, while everyone else would say yes to this, mm -hmm. here's one of the evidences that I am pretty certain God is with me and his hand is on me. I'm going to say no. I'm saying no. I'm saying no, because my no to you is my yes to him. Yes, I feel is. like he's calling me away. Right. I've got some things to work on. Yeah, for sure. And if I were strategizing rather than walking by the spirit, if I were walking according to plan, right. there's no way I would say no. Absolutely correct. But this is where we get into trouble so much of the time, Timmy, because we think the best opportunity is always a God opportunity. Right. I remember Robert saying one time. That's really good. He said, you know it's really happening, not based on what you say yes to, but based off what you say no to. Mm. You know God is actually mm. moving in your life, mm. not by what you say yes to, but by what you say no to. That's good. Because there are going to be some seemingly God opportunities right. that everybody around you is going to say, you right. can't say no right. to that. Absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. But if privately God's saying no. Yep. I can't say yes. What's yes. interesting to me about the passage that I read is it mentions stumbling and falling. Yep. Though they stumble, they will not fall. Uh -huh. Two different things. So I've been thinking about this all day today. What's the difference between a stumble and a fall? Here's where I got with it. I fall backwards. Mm. I stumble forward. Mm. Even though it looked like you were going backwards. And to this guy, it looked like you, this was a fall. Like you're, you're not, this is, gonna, this is your one chance. Number one, anytime anybody talks to me like that, <laughs> I have to just inside yeah. say, that's not how God talks. No, not at all. One chance. God never says, this is your only chance. Hurry up, yeah, hurry up. Yeah. This is your only chance. Yeah, no. God stop. never no, uh -uh. has angst. Uh-uh. Ever. Uh-uh. But you were so clear not just on the call on your life, but that God had his hand on your life and he was with you, Yeah, that you didn't start trying to play games with it. And, nope. oh, yep, I'm going to make this move and this move. Yep. So you benched yourself. Yep. Mm -hmm. I surely did. That's exactly what I did. But then it's still, get, because most would say, you can't be a young adults guy until you've done youth first. Yeah. If, if, if they feel like there's some kind of, right, right, you know, right, single right. A, yeah, double yeah, A, yeah, triple A. Step. Yeah, exactly. Deal, yeah, for sure. They would probably say, yeah, young adults is a step up from yeah. Yeah, youth. Yeah, from youth. And, you said no to youth. Yeah. And it helped prepare you for when God said yes to young adults. Absolutely. And I wound up after two years being the director of a student ministry. So I had birth to 30 under my purview, but I was in a different place. Um, I could step into the authority and I was a safe man hmm. for those young adults, yeah. both men and women. And I, I don't think we, we, take into consideration seasons of our life where we know we're not safe enough mm. to be in certain positions of authority. I'm not safe enough to handle this. That's where abnormal use, where we get the word abuse of authority comes from. It comes from you no longer being safe enough mm. to hold the authority that you actually have. And that's how other people wind up hurt. So many people say yes when God says no. So let's talk for a minute about. <gasps> can I say one more thing? Of course you can. Bruh. 
So many people say yes when God says no because they actually believe that every single door that is being opened because of the gift on their life is God saying yes. When it's nothing more than a reaction to the gift that you have. That's great. That's not God saying yes. That's, that's somebody going, no, duh, you have a great gift. I would love to partner with you to have it used in this way. You have to be the one that, to steward your own gift and to know I can't be there. So great. Yeah. A man's gift will get him an audience with the king, but that doesn't necessarily mean God invited you into no, the palace. No, absolutely. It's, it just means that they're not blind. <laughs> That's all that means is that they can see a gift on you. Why would they not want your gift on the platform if you can sing? Why would they not want your gift on the platform if you're the best musician? Why would they not like your, want your gift on the platform to transition a service or to speak in the pastor's stead when they're not there if you have a great oratorical ability? But you know you and your gift and yourself are two different things. And so I never want to ride my gift into a room that me, myself and I cannot handle. That's great. Because I won't be in that room long. That's right. <laughs> I just won't. The point isn't to get into the room. No. The point is to be able to steward the room and, and stay, in, stay in the room yeah. as long as God desires you to be in the room. Bro, um, uh, Leviticus is how to handle living as a community in a wilderness. Numbers in Deuteronomy are, are the homeowners association on how to live, not visit yep. the promised land. Yep. If you do this, 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 and this, you'll stay. Yep. <laughs> and if you don't, you'll be cursed out on the ground to bronze and you'll eat your babies. I know that's gangster, but that's what it says, right? So we, we have to help people understand like the long game. I'm not trying to visit no place God gives me. Right. I'm trying to have a permanent residency there. If you open up the door, I want to ensure that when I get in, I can stay in. Yep. And I have to know myself. My gift is not going to be the indication if, if I can stay in that room or not. I right. am the indication. So... But I think we're in a day where it's almost like everybody just assumes you have to sprint to get there. Rather than just obediently move at the pace God established. Okay, so we, we know a person in ministry, and this came out of your mouth to me. You said about this person who has done a lot of great things in ministry for a very, very long time. You said, I think this person did 30 years of ministry in, in 10. 10. Yep. And as a result, the biggest sacrifice, the, the biggest injury, you didn't say that word, but I'm just saying the biggest injury incurred was the injury with the family. Because this person did 30 years of ministry in 10 as if they weren't going to be here right. for 30. And that's what we do. We, we, we grab every opportunity. We say yes to every engagement. We say yes to every open door because oh, this is just the season. And it's like that could have been spread out and you could have went on a date with your spouse right. and you could have watched your son's game and you could have watched a movie and you know what I mean? Like took a, taking a lap in the pool, taking your vacation because it's going to all be here. I had a Zoom with a, a younger senior pastor this week, this past week, and he, he was trying to figure out, he's like, I know a lot of people who are in hiding, but none of them want to be in hiding. Mm. And he said, 
you're the only person I've ever met who for 10 years, <laughs> like, like you, you wanted yeah. to be in hiding. And he said, oh, absolutely. It, it just doesn't make sense to me that the pace you could have run at, you never ran at. Yep. And I said, yeah, because God said, no, yep. he said, not yet. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. He's like, but why? And here's my answer. I'm still going to accomplish everything he created me to accomplish. What you're saying is you just thought I should do it all in the first 10 years. That's right. I'll be here at the finish line. That's right. What's wrong with taking 40 years to do what some try to do in 10? Yeah. But if you're going to sprint that fast, the price you're going to pay to accomplish 4X in 10 years, I don't, I don't want to pay that price. I, I want my, literally, when I felt the Lord call me into in church planning, uh, I, this was my first response. Lord, as long as you promise me that at my finish line, my wife will love me far more than she did at the starting mm -hmm. line. And my children's hearts will be turned towards me more than they ever were at the day of their birth when I held them. That's how I want to finish. Yeah, that's great. But you got to move differently. You, you can't sprint strategically if you're going to play the long game. To your point, here's one of the things. Hindsight makes everybody look like a genius. For instance, my best friend transitions out of senior pastoring <laughs> and everyone temporarily thinks he's insane <laughs> when they say what are you gonna do though yeah and he says i feel like the lord told me i'm supposed to start a podcast yep and i'm supposed to apostolically help a couple of churches they thought you had gone mad yeah. <laughs> it's so true fast forward less yeah. than 18 months yep Maybe we're not even 18 months yeah yet. yeah yeah 15 correct yeah, yeah 15 right now you look like a genius yeah Here's the thing. Hindsight makes people look like geniuses, but a lack of hindsight mm. shows you who really has faith. Mm. And a word. Mm. Timmy, here's how I define a stumble. A step in God's direction that leads to something I never saw coming. Yes. Okay, Prince. Yes. That's a stumble. Oh, that's my favorite definition of a stumble. A step it in God's to me. <laughs> direction. <laughs> what are you doing? That leads right to now? something I never saw coming. What? When Cody said, Press, I just keep stumbling into it. Timmy, when we just step in his direction, even if it looks like a step back to say no to a lifetime opportunity, he says, No, I've got you. And then to take a step forward when he says, I want you to transition out of this, and it's going to look crazy to everyone in your life but it's, it's going to take you down the path I had created for you since before the day of your birth. It's just people will say you're crazy because it doesn't look the way they expected. All right, so here's the image that I have in my head, and I'm going to give you the synthesis of it first, and then I'll elaborate. Um, rarely do I see runners stumble, and it's even rarer that I see walkers fall. Prez, <laughs> I literally think, I'm literally, as you were talking, I'm trying to picture in my mind how many runners have I ever seen stumble? They don't stumble. They fall. They munch it. Yep. They right. <laughs> face plant. I mean, it is brutal to watch, right? 
I've seen a lot of walkers stumble. I see very few walkers fall. Good Lord. I can, I, I, I can tell you how many times walking I've tripped, right? But falling, walking, falling, but running? When you increase your speed, you increase your chances of falling. And we have literally taken the imagery that Paul was trying to give us of running the race, literally. And that's why I think so many, we see so many people fall. Yeah. They're running. Do you know how much water is spilled when a marathoner tries to grab? Mm -hmm. Half of the water is out of the cup just on just on contact. Yep. And then they're just trying to douse the rest in their mouth. You get further walking than you ever will get running. And runners fall, bro. Walkers stumble. My mentor, Jerome Lewis, he said, uh, he was praying this prayer for me two weeks ago. And uh, he said, uh, Lord, I pray that you order Tim's steps and you order Tim's stops. And I... I almost let go okay. of his hand. I, bruh, I almost let go of his hand in the middle. I, I, I was like, it, are you good, bro? Like, this where you this where you at this morning? You feel that good today? I know you paid off your building just now, but dang. Order Tim's steps and order Tim's stops. If we will simply let God order our steps and order our stops, we would almost guarantee never to experience right. a flop, right. a drop. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, we, we're, I'll, 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 I'll go when you tell me to go. I'll stop when you tell me to stop. And where I stumble, you help me not to fall. But Timmy, we're, it's like we're living in a day where Christian culture is cheering everyone on and rewarding those who outpace God's pace. Until they fall and we cancel them. Ooh! Your pace is impressive until it causes you to fall. Dang. Yes, Lord. I wonder if that's why that psalm says they never fall. Think about this. I've never thought about this before. Though they stumble, Ooh. they never fall. Yeah. Going yeah. back to your picture yeah. of runners yeah. Yeah. fall. Yeah, they do. Walkers yeah. Yeah. stumble. They stumble. You move at his pace. That's right. Yeah. And you were moving at his pace when you took a step backwards. Oh, You're absolutely correct. That's his pace. He honored me for that. And then he graced you to literally run spiritually faster than you ever would have if you would have stayed in that process on that path, he had a path and it wasn't like everybody else's path. So now I'm thinking about airport terminals and the people, the people movers, right? There, there's these long stretches where it's like to get from this terminal to that terminal, somebody was smart enough to say, why don't we just put like a little path here that's motorized so that every step they take, the movement is actually greater because this thing's already moving. 
and they can step on without breaking their stride. So great. Such a great picture. Bro, you're not jumping on a treadmill. You're, you're on this people mover. It's a divine people it's mover. It's a divine, and God is the divine people mover. Bro, I've reached more people in 15 months on a podcast than I reached in 27 and a half years preaching. But you're not moving any faster than you ever did. I've actually slowed down. Bro, I will throw More punch you than right I now. ever. <laughs> I will. I will. We're going to have to t- turn the camera off right now. This picture right here, you are moving faster than you ever have while moving slower than you ever did. I literally <laughs> will throat punch you right now. Bro, I preach at five churches. You remember what my itinerary used to look like? Yes, I do. I, I, I cleared easily 100,000 to 120,000 miles a year traveling the world preaching the gospel. I don't do that no more. I went to Australia for eight and a half weeks to rest. Right. <laughs> like when you used to go and preach 21 times in 18 days. Exactly right. I don't do that no more. So I've actually slowed down, but I'm on his people mover. A divine people mover. And because I'm on his people mover, he's put me in front of more people doing less than I was in my last and season. You know what I now I have a picture of is, you know, when we were younger and our siblings, we would get on the people mover and one of our siblings wouldn't get on the people mover <laughs> exactly and right. they'd start sprinting. Yeah. That's and they'd the only get way past to keep us up. and they'd be like, ha, 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 yeah. look, I'm past you. Yeah, you had to speed up. I never Not just that, though. Yeah. This people mover is so long, you can't keep up That's, that pace. I promise you, you can't. And get to the nope. finish line. No, you cannot. So at the beginning, it seems like you're passing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Look at me. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Looks yeah. like I'm moving slow. Yep. But I'm hardly walking, yep. and you are full throttle sprinting. Yep. You can't keep that up. Yep. Ooh, and let's, t- let's, t- let's, t- let's take the imagery even further. On the times, like right now, I told you, like my margins are thin right now. Mm-hmm. We're launching You've been a, everywhere doing everything I've been everywhere. all at once. And it's, it's temporary, but oh, I feel it. My body feels it. So I have to, I have to pace myself even more, rest more, eat better. And I already eat good. Like I just got to plan everything a little bit more. But on those times that I'm like, I'm tired of walking and I stand still, I'm still moving. Just like this weekend's message. That's literally how this weekend's message came from the <laughs> Lord to you. I, I was in the bed at 1.30 in the morning and I read 1 Samuel 18, 1, 2, 3, and 4. And the Holy Spirit said, hey, this is what that robe means. This is what that tunic means. This is I've what that sword heard it means. In my life. This is what that never means. Heard it and in this my is life. what that belt means. When I tell you, I always take notes on stuff like that because I have to keep it at top of mind. I just rattled that. Dude, I have never had something so immediately seared into my brain. I didn't read Wearsby. I didn't read Matthew Henry. And you didn't look at your notes one time tonight. When you preached that, it was seared. And I spent the less amount of time in sermon prep on that message. Why? Because he's the best preacher I've ever heard. Not me. But when you're on the people mover, he goes, I know you're tired. Mm Mm-hmm. And you don't have time to put on your wetsuit and go scuba diving for this treasure. So let me just bring I'll it up bring to, it the, to the surface. If I could bring an ax head up <laughs> to the surface, I bet you I can give you this revelation <laughs> in 30 minutes so you can go to bed. That's exactly what I did. Moving at his pace. And moving at his pace. 
So I didn't have to rummage through old sermons. Oh my God, I got it. Oh, I forgot Preston. I just came from mm-hmm. Transformation Church, oh, V3 conference. And now I got to go to Pillar. Oh, what am I going to do? No, the Holy Spirit's like. You stumble into bed. I stumbled into bed. And get the revelation <laughs> of heaven. <laughs> because I always approach the text like I never read it before. And that's how you stumble into something you've never said before. That's another great point. Humility is essential if you're going to have clumsy feet spiritually. I agree. <laughs> I, I want to die many years from now, Lord willing, with clean hands, yep. a pure heart, and clumsy feet. I never want my feet to be so wise that my feet will get credit for where they step. Ooh! This is why I think... He says, Preston, you're going to stumble forward and I'm going to catch you. Yes. And it's going to take you places. I'm going to take you places. Your sprints never could. Mm. I will take your stumbles. Yeah. And get you into a palace. Yeah. That your sprints could never access. Yeah. Bruh. Bruh. Why, why would we ever idolize strategy when strategy is the fastest way to crowd out the spirit of the living God? Timmy, the blueprint for the temple wasn't a strategy. Nope. It was a blueprint a God blueprint. gave them. You're absolutely correct. Absolutely correct. They didn't have planning meetings. Nope. Now, I'm going to poke a hole in a couple people's bubbles right now. Yep. I'm not, I'm not anti-strategy. Strategy is no, one of my top yep, five strengths. On the, like, Absolutely. It, it, yep. I'm not anti-strategy, it. It. but I will never be so pro-strategy never. that to your point, if, if I'm preaching, I come to a text and go, I know what this is. I, bet you I know I what this means. I bet you I don't. I, I bet will you I never don't stumble into <laughs> something new if I'm always sprinting through something old. And so I've got to. I've got to be able to will, be willing to have clumsy feet and just go, I don't know. I don't know where this step. I just know he's That's going right. that way. Absolutely. I've got to step. Yeah. I yeah. don't know where this step will lead. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. And don't need to know. After 27 and a half The more years, you walk with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. The I, you need to know. I don't need to know no, absolutely the not. why. Uh-uh. I don't need to know the where no. we end up. No. Yeah. I just need to know. Yep, yeah. This step is in step with your step. Yeah, absolutely. When you, when you, when you first get in a relationship with the Lord and you see and, and the Holy Spirit is your tour guide, we, we, we predominate our prayer time with where are we going? 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 Are we there yet? 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 How, how much longer? How much longer? How much longer? The longer you do this, and you and I have almost three decades now, if not more, the longer you're with them, you just go, I trust you. Wherever we're going, I trust you. I don't ask, are we there yet? I don't say how much longer. I just trust them. And, and that brings so much peace. It brings so much comfort. And you just realize, I, I don't even have to know what's happening right now. I literally don't even know what's happening. Right. I don't know what's happening. You do. I like it best when I don't. Oh, dude. Yeah, me too. 
to me, me most too. of the great things that have happened in my life, I said no to first. And I could I walk have to, through I have to that agree. list. Oh, me too. I literally said, I remember laying in my room, my roommate, this was in college and I had roommates. Uh, my roommate was on his side of the room in his bed. I was on my side of the room in my bed and we were just talking and he goes, would you ever date Polly Campbell? And I go, no, I would never, <laughs> like I, I, I would never marry. I could never date. <laughs> never. <laughs> Timmy, I said, no, absolutely not. And the Lord, you know, he was chuckling going. Yeah. When Robert Morris called and said, I have this church that I just started 10 to 12 families. I was at another church here in Paradise Valley. I had a plan, seminary. And when he asked me, I didn't say it out loud. But no. in my heart, I said, no, no. Yeah, I ain't coming over You have here. 10 to 12 families. This is a church of 1,500, 2,000. The 21-year-old was doing the math. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, no, exactly. And yeah. you know God was laughing. Yeah, for sure. The building our church is in right now, uh -huh. I said no to at yeah. first. I could go through oh. a list to me. And here's another way to say it. I've just stumbled into what his will was because when you walk with him, you don't have to strategize your way into the center of his will. You can stumble your way into it. What's interesting about you saying that, and I obviously I identify with it as well and can run through my, whole, my own list, but what's interesting about you saying this, Prez, is that I'm the majority of people I talk to that, that I know personally that do incredible things in the kingdom they all started with no's. Mm -hmm. I can't think of one person that started with a yes. I, I, I'm, like the people that I have in my life that I know, they were all like, no, that sounds outlandish. Why would I ever do that? And the Lord's like, yeah, that's why I want you to do it. And you're like, this makes no sense. And he's like, sweet. You want to take a step in this direction, please? Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, so I, I, I agree with you. Like there's, there is, there is something beautiful about, I think, you, I think you cherish it more when you didn't want it. Yeah. I'm not saying that people take for granted. If, I, I just don't, I, I don't know many people personally that have begged God to do a thing and then got the thing that they begged them for. God, let me be a best-selling author. God, let me have a church that makes an impact. Make, uh, they usually don't pray like that. Mm -hmm. They're usually praying like, choose somebody else. Right. <laughs> like, like, Moses. I think that other dude would like mm -hmm. this better. He seems thirsty. Quench his thirst, Lord God, because I'm fine with you, right? Um, we, we are, we, we get to be ambassadors for Jesus on assignments that we had no say-so in. Yeah. Literally, Zero right. say so. I am driving to Tulsa in January of this year, 2023. And the Holy Spirit says, I I'm talking about unsolicited, unprovoked, no previous or prior communication. I need you to start an app. Mm -hmm. And I need you to believe me for 10% of your subscription base to come over. And you thought the podcast was out of nowhere. Bruh. And this is like six months after the podcast. <laughs> Sir, I'm so Everything's sorry. Going well. What are you talking about? <laughs> you want me to, I said, 
like, like you ever, you know, we always talk about the calling of God. I'd be like, sometimes I think he'd be having the wrong number. <laughs> I'm like, were you trying to get Bezos on the phone? Because he has the infrastructure and Zuckerberg, 818. Like, I think he's in California somewhere. <laughs> Can I get you on the phone with one of them? Because you just said app to me. There's nothing about me that says code. There's nothing about me that says IT. There's nothing about me that says I even care. And he's like, yeah, I need you to build an app. And I'm like, I, I don't even know what that means. And he's like, yeah, go, go look up Daily Wire. So I Google Daily Wire and I pull it up and I'm like, Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens and Jordan Peterson. He was like, I need you to, I need you to aggregate voices of vulnerability. And he starts downloading because that's what a blueprint is. Mm -hmm. Noah heard a boat. He never saw one. <laughs> Moses heard a tabernacle. He never saw one. So you're building according to a pattern. There are things he wants in the earth that he's always wanted to, in the earth and he just has to find somebody who will risk stumbling into it to get it done. So he says the whole thing and Daily Wire, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. I, I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with that, but whatever. So I told my production team, they looked at me like I was crazy. I told Juliet and she gave me that like dutiful wife, like, just keep praying, babe. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I was like, Okay, I will. Bruh, three months later, or two months later, I'm sitting down with a friend of mine, and he goes, um, essentially, this is the nutshell. I'm ready to invest in an app that's kind of like the Daily Wire, but for believers. And I literally looked at him from across the table, and I said, okay, Lord, that I've been with you too long to think mm -hmm. that's a coincidence. Right. You, you whispering stuff in this right. man's ears who's in tech and is worth half a billion dollars. I guess you want me to do it because you know I ain't got the money and you know I ain't got this, so you must have. And that's how this is coming to pass. I stumbled into it. The B-side was a stumble, fam. This wasn't the mastermind. Tim Ross has always had plans to run a tech company and <laughs> said, I am just the most annoying. If they only knew. <laughs> Craig Rochelle doesn't get you version if he don't start Life Church. The first step of, of obedience will reveal the next level of revelation. But you got to do the first thing first. Right. God was never going to give me this idea. This. There's a, I bet you there is. Don't start me on that. There is a sequence to this. And you got to do the first thing first. And if you don't do it, stop asking him for the next thing when you didn't do the first thing. So there's two types of no <sighs> that I'm thinking about. One we're talking about right now. Moses gave a no. Mm -hmm. And his reason for his no was because I don't think I can. Right. Yeah. Okay, I actually think that's a good no. That's a very good no. It's a good no. Yeah. Now, as he kept saying it, yeah, the Lord, then, the, then, you know. it, then it was like, shut up, Moses. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is no okay, longer. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the premise of his no was, I don't think I can do this thing you've called me to do. No. As in, there's no way. But there's another kind of no. It's the Jonah no. Mm. 
Mm. And the Jonah note mm-hmm. is, I don't like this. I don't want this. This is the opposite of what I had planned. And so my answer, taking these three factors in the play, is no. The Jonah no is totally different. Hey, dude, that's scary. That's sobering. Than the Moses no. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That is very What we're describing is a Moses no of, there's no, like when Robert came to me and he goes, I feel like the Lord said you're supposed to do young adults. And I said, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My no right. wasn't a Jonah no. No, no, no. Here's how you not. know. Yeah. Because I did it. Right. That's exactly right. But my, my immediate reaction was, there's no way. Yeah, yeah. You can't be I asking can, I'm me. I'm not ready for that. Yeah, yeah. You're not I, asking I'm, me to do I that. just got somewhat decent at being a youth pastor. I can't move on. Right. And do now. Right. 30-year-olds. Right. There's no yeah. way. Yeah. It wasn't a Jonah no. Yeah. It was a Moses. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's good. I, I think sometimes, um, you know, like the situation you were in where you could have stepped in and taken that youth ministry. Yep. Uh, that wasn't a Jonah no. No, it was not. That was not a Jonah uh-uh. no. That was a self-aware no. Th- that was a Peter no. Uh-huh. That was no, not <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, a- absolutely correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jesus said, hey, don't forget Peter. Yep. Because you know how he is. Yep. You know, and what essentially was Peter saying? No way. Yeah. No, I can't be that guy. I'm right. supposed to be that guy, but right. I can't be that guy. Yep. Not now. And Jesus said, just don't forget him. That's right. Because he, he's the key to this. That's, whole thing. that's exactly right. That's exactly right. So when we think about the Jonah no, okay, I think about stubbornness. Mm-hmm. I think about unhealthy expectation. Yep. You know, too much too soon. Yep. Your expectations are too high. And the process you've gone through is not commensurate with those results. Mm-hmm. Jonah rebelliously says no. Rebellious. Rebelliously says no. Moses humbly says no. So I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page yeah, here. It's really good. To go, dude. hey, a no yep. is not a no. Yep. There are different types of no. That's right. And you might be over-spiritualizing and going, no, I said no to this. because none, You might be Jonah. Yeah, bro. Listen, when, when Robert said to me, it's time to get you ready to go to Scottsdale, I'm not going to lie. It wasn't a Moses yeah, no I gave no, at first. Yeah, no, it's very true. Yeah, it was yeah, a little yeah. bit of a Jonah no. Uh-huh. I literally said to him, I didn't sit here long, but I did say to him, no. Yep. I don't want to go. Because I've been literally sitting in the greatest seat on the planet. Right. Why and, would I want to leave here? And that's, it was not a Moses. Yeah, no. exactly. Why would I want to leave It was here? a Jonah. Yeah. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. We fall as Jonah. Mm-hmm. We stumble as Moses. Mm-hmm. Moses stumbled his mm-hmm. way to the edge of the sea, stumbled his way through the sea. Timmy, it I'm was, watching it. It was a stutterer who stumbled. Ooh. But the guy with the sermons who said no rebelliously was the one who ended up in the belly of the whale. Dang. 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 So here, here's a question for you. Dang. Would you rather, let's talk about pace for a second, because you said it, you said it wonderfully well. 
You stumble when you walk. Yep. You fall when you run. Yeah, for sure. Let's talk just for a minute about calibrating everybody that's in this conversation for divine pace. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think one of the first yeses you have to give God is a yes to his pace. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you can settle that, because yep. he's going to, you, you've heard me say, God moves excruciatingly slowly. Yep. Until he moves supernaturally <laughs> quickly. It's so true. It is so true. I think one of the first yeses, of course, after giving our lives to him, is I say yes to your pace. Yep. Facts. I'm not going to sprint. Yep. Well, Preston, what if that means it takes 20 years? Then it takes 20 years. I'm not going to stand before him and he pulls out a stopwatch. Yep. To show my time. Yep. It's my obedience. Yep. So when you think about saying yes to the pace, what do you think one of the top reasons men and women say yes to their own pace mm. rather than yes to God's pace? It's, it's, uh, it's a control issue. It's the major issue. It's control. I don't like the... I don't like the loss of control. I don't like the feeling that I'm not in control. And so I'll do what you're telling me to do, but I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. I have seen people that I love up close make this mistake. I heard what the Lord said, but this is the way that I'm going to execute it. I know he said this year, that doesn't work for me. So I'm going to do what he said. It's just going to be 2025 because that's based on my calendar and what I had planned and all the stuff I got mm -hmm. going on. 2025 is better for me. Yeah. I remember when we were transitioning from um, Embassy City and prior to us knowing when God wanted us to leave, Juliet wanted to, without a word from the Lord, so we were just planning. She's like, let's make it to 10 years. And that seemed excruciating to me like to go all the way to 10 because we got the word at six so we were processing and now moving through seven when we already know who our successor is and i'm like a three-year transition <laughs> that sounds excruciatingly painful so i thought the transition would be september of this year i'm a very poetic guy and i felt like eight is new beginnings or that's what we say it is right and so i'm like Eighth year anniversary, September, we celebrate it. He's been here a year and we'll, we'll flip it at that time. And August, middle of August, 2022, I'm in the shower and the Holy Spirit says, hey, Tim, when did you leave Potter's house? And I said, December 31st of 2010. He said, that's exactly right. He said, and what was the reason you gave Bishop Jakes? I said, because I wanted to finish strong. He said, that's exactly what you told him. Well done, good job. He goes, I've chosen December 31st of 2022 because well done. And I burst into tears. I was so glad I was already in the shower. I wept and wept and wept in that shower. He was like, I know what you were planning, but this year is the final year. Mm. Now here's the thing. I heard it. Juliet didn't hear it. Mm. The elders didn't hear it. The staff didn't hear it. 
Nobody else hear, heard it. So you know what I could have done, Press? I could have walked out and said, September of next year, eighth anniversary, that's when we're going to do this. And the only person that would have known that I was being disobedient, the Lord, was the Lord. And why would I make that decision? Because I want to be in control. I don't like, you're, you're telling me in August that my last day is December 31st. That gives me three and a half months, four and a half months. I don't like the thought. I don't, that doesn't feel good to me. So you know what? I'm going to do what you said. I'm going to just do it my way. Right. And partial disobedience is complete disobedience. Yep. So I think the biggest issue when God speaks to us about taking a step in a direction is relinquishing control. I'm telling you right now, I did not want to announce mm. this pod. I mean, this uh, app yep. coming out yep. when we started announcing it. I would have waited until next year. It would have been much more comfortable to just like, let me get a whole year podcasting under my belt. And, but the Lord's like, I, I'd like to see a work begin. This guy's not, this, the, we, we always focus on the popular part of, uh, of Zechariah 4, 10, I think, 9 and 10. Um, despise not the day of small beginnings, right? What rings loud in my head the is- The Lord rejoices. He loves to see the work begin. Like, that's what he's in love with. Like, oh my God, you started? You actually took a step in this direction? I gave you no details. It was vague. Right. And you decided to stumble this way anyway? This is what Watch how I bless does. you. Mm -hmm. Watch how I, do, bro, do you know next week, I will be in Silicon Valley for three days to tour Apple, Meta, and Google. This was set up in June. Somebody invited me to come and they're hosting me for three days just to take me to all three of those tech companies. And I felt like what the Lord said was, I just want you to walk in and see what I've now allowed you to be a part of. I said, okay, sir. Because this app is going to be on Apple and Google Play. And so I'm like, if this what you want, I don't even know how this makes sense. I don't even know why you, I have no idea why you're asking me to do this. But okay. So it's just about relinquishing control. And not try, you, you, thank you, Holy Spirit. Most people want control because most people want credit. Bro. If you, if you have control, then you can have the credit. Bro. But when you let go, and I say it like we used to say in the old church, when you let go and let God, right? Relinquishing control gives him glory. Keeping control gives you credit. And he is not sharing glory. Number one, because he's sovereign and should never have to. Number two, we're not designed to handle glory. Glory will kill us. When we're in the wrong body to handle glory. <laughs> Our flesh can't handle glory. It can barely handle praise. Yeah. What makes you think you can Bruh, handle glory? Ain't no way. Bruh. I got to check my ego at praise and praise is legal. 
<laughs> we can handle praise. What we cannot handle is glory. And so when I relinquish control, God gets glory. When you relinquish control and then it works out, people don't glorify you. They glorify God at what you allowed him to do in and through your life. That is the cheat code. In an upside down kingdom, if you ask the question, who wins a race? Most would say the sprinter, mm. the one who runs it the fastest. Mm. It seems like the right answer. But in an upside down kingdom, sprinters don't win. Walkers Stumblers. Do. Stumblers and walkers do. Win. <laughs> That's exactly right. And I'm not talking, we're not talking about stumbling into sin. No. We're talking about stumbling into his will absolutely. time and yeah. time again yeah, absolutely. beyond anything that you thought yep. could have, yep. let alone would have ever transpired. Yep, absolutely. And and the answer the question would be then, why in an upside down kingdom would God want the stumblers to win the race? Here's the answer. So that the runners don't get the glory. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. How did Preston pull that off? He, I, I watched him stumble and some but God. But God. But God. Yeah, absolutely correct. Yeah. I'm the only explanation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How could a stutter yeah. give the speech yeah, absolutely. to free God's people from yeah, slavery? Absolutely. But yeah. God. But God. How is it do with the high school diploma running a tech company? Ooh. But God. That's all that is. That this ain't. I ain't sat down and watched nobody do nothing. I haven't gone to no empowerment seminar. I haven't sat with no tech gurus. The Lord just said, here's the idea, and I'll bring you the person to fund it. I don't need your money, and I don't need your intellect. I just need your yes. If you just say yes and get out of my way, I will handle everything else. <laughs> it's like the Lord says, your strategy is stupid compared to my ways. <laughs> I, it is. I don't need your strategy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need your stumbling yes. Are you willing to look a little foolish? Absolutely correct. Which when we walk by faith, we always, always run do. Always, always do. You look like an idiot yeah, yeah, walking yeah, yeah. up with yeah. the army of Egypt yep. pressing That's in exactly on the right. back of the line. That's absolutely you correct. You look like a fool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Standing on the edge of the sea. Yeah. Until those waters part. Yeah. I might have stuttered along the way to get here, but my God, oh, never. What happens next? Never. So let me tell you, let me tell you where I am uh, mentally in this season of my life. Uh, I, I, I see myself um, not personified, but identifiable with Nehemiah. I'm, I'm building something. Nehemiah was rebuilding mm -hmm. something, but I am building something. And Samballot, Tobiah, and Geshem are within ear range. Yep. I think they're supposed to be. I've never considered this. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm cooking this. This isn't a crock pot. You know how we do. <laughs> I got stuff that just be sitting in the crock pot for like a year and a half before I even touch it. But Prez, I think they were supposed to be in ear range. He was meant to hear them because you cannot build a resistance to negativity if you don't hear negativity. You cannot build an immunity to criticism if you shield yourself from criticism. And so 
what did Nehemiah's focus become? The work. Yep. Not the words. I, I can't even tell y'all to leave. I can't make y'all leave. So y'all just keep on talking. And I'm, I'm going to keep, keep on, on working. Yeah, I'm going to keep on working. I'm going to keep on building. I'm not, I'm not going to stop. But I believe they're there to the benefit wow. of Nehemiah. It's a frustration. It is, he, I know he would rather not have them there, but it literally lets us in on how he has to focus to build what God's telling him to build. And he gets it done in a record amount of time. Why? Because there was solidarity and you got that people mover. What should take decades becomes days because everybody's committed and all on the same page and working with unity. Everybody's on the people mover. Everybody's on the people. Everybody's on the people mover. So Sam Ballot, Tobiah, and Geshem, you don't have to worry about these people. That they that's all they can do is talk. They Bro. can't stop nothing. They've never stopped anything. Can you imagine how dominant the kingdom would be on the earth if we as the people of God would get off the ladder of the land so that we could step onto the people mover? Yeah, buddy. Of heaven. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't have it both ways. Yeah. Yeah. You can't climb at the world's pace and access the people mover of heaven. In the secular world, there is a ladder. And in the kingdom, there is a mover. In the secular world, people try to climb the corporate ladder. In the kingdom, people are moved by his hand. While everybody's trying to go from here to here, God is like, I'm gonna take you there to there. It's never up. It's just forward. <laughs> so great. He elevates people. John, uh, uh, Joshua 3. Come on and testify here, Joshua. God tells Joshua, today I will begin to magnify you in the eyes of the people. I will make you bigger than what you appear. So here's what I love about Joshua. God told him that and several other things. When Joshua gets ready to go tell the people, he doesn't mention that because he knows that's for him to hear mm. and for them to find out. Every word ain't supposed to be communicated. You just need to know for yourself, God, you're, you're being so good to me that you're literally making me bigger than I appear. And here, here's what I believe the Lord's thinking is. Some people might call this creative, but here's what I think the thinking is. I think the thinking is absolutely. I will make you as big as you need to be to influence the people I need you to influence as long as you know you are still the same size. Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew that was coming. Bro. As long as you know, Tim, you're still 5'9", 162 pounds. I will make you, I will give you influence with entertainers and athletes and movie stars as long as you know you're still 5'9 and 162 pounds. But just know, when they watch a clip, 
they think you have something in you that they need and they see you bigger than they even see themselves. And that's why they're DMing you their telephone numbers and giving you voice notes because I've given you influence. I'm making you look big to them as long as you stay small to me. <laughs> that's it. Bro. <laughs> that's it. That's all that is. You don't need to be big. You don't need to be big. And you don't, you don't need, need to be, to be Usain Bolt. Uh-uh. You don't have to be. Are you willing to stumble? You don't have to sprint. You're going to stumble into things you don't see coming. You're going to give crazy yeses. But listen, to one who doesn't know the end from the beginning, a yes seems crazy, but the one who knows the end from the beginning, an obedient yes. Yes, sir. Is the most sane thing we can I do. I bet you it is. But it's because we don't know the end from the beginning. That's right. But with hindsight, we'll be able to look back and people will go, he was a genius. Yep. No, he wasn't. He was a man of faith. That's all it was. Who was willing to That's stumble right. in the direction. That's right. God was stepping. Absolutely. Absolutely. Bro, I'm, I'm going to fall asleep tonight <laughs> thinking about, I ain't got to be big. I got to stay small. Dude. He just magnifies, magnifies us. Yeah. He just magnifies us. That I'm not bigger. I'm just magnified. Somebody, um, uh, I, I won't go as far to say that this person was a Sam Ballot type person. Uh, but somebody wrote, uh, Tim got real weird real fast. And, you know, I got to get permission to even respond to people because the Lord, the Lord be like, bro, you know, this ain't your business, right? You don't work for yourself. I don't work for me. You right? got to check with the CEO. Yeah. So I'm like, I felt real peace. And, and I, 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 in the most loving way I can, even though you can't pick up tone in a text, my response was, I've been weird for a long time. <laughs> Social media just made it seem fast. I, I've been this weird. <laughs> if you ever sat down and had breakfast, lunch, or dinner with me, I have always talked yep. the way you now hear me talking. It just, social media made it fast. Like, so it, it's a, he magnifies you. Yeah. You ain't got to do that yourself. I have a, I don't know. Did, did, did we, I, we, we've done so many pods. I can't remember if I told you about the account restriction on my Instagram? Oh, I don't think you've, we've talked about it. I don't think you've ever said, bro, this right here is filthy. <laughs> I've, I've, I've said this probably two times in the last 10 days to someone, <laughs> using it as an example. Uh-huh. When you walk with him, even when it looks like an obstacle is set in front of you, you can stumble your way right over it. I promise you, you can. Let me pull this up. And I don't know if it's going to come up on the camera. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. But this, if that even, yeah, it's just. It probably just, won't. Yeah, it probably won't. But, but just read that. Yeah. Just read it. <laughs> Tim Ross, business account restriction. Account restricted as of June 12th, 2020. 
What happened? This meta business account is currently restricted from advertising because it didn't comply with our advertising policies affecting business assets. <laughs> okay. I was not on social media prior to March of 2020. So I get on Instagram March of 2020, April, May, June. 90 days mm-hmm. later, my account is restricted and has been restricted since Preston, I'm a businessman. Okay? As Jay-Z said, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. <laughs> okay. All that was getting put up at that time was preaching clips. Right. I don't even know what I did. Right. This is long before anything with the basement and with me podcasting or whatever. If I had if this thing was unrestricted and whatever, whatever, I would pay money right. to promote certain right. clips right. because I want as many people as possible. Right. I would invest that money. What this testifies it to is when you're obedient, he don't need Mm-mm. promotional dollars. What everyone else says, you have to have. When God is your marketing department, He puts you in places that your money in advertising dollars will never put you. Because all it takes is the right person to resonate with the right thing and your whole life can change. What I love is is it's almost like the Lord, knowing the end from the beginning, knows there are people who put hundreds of thousands, millions, millions a year. Yeah into Meta's pockets yep. in order to get their stuff yeah. out. And the Lord goes, oh no, before we even start this little rodeo, I get all the glory. I don't need anyone's help. Just do everything I tell Absolutely you to do. Absolutely correct. And you'll be fine. Absolutely correct. Again, the pod started with this and it's ending with this. It doesn't go according to the script. You would think, oh no, Tim's not going to be able to. <laughs> You will. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be. And able to the reach. Lord drops half a million accounts on that. Since on that then. restricted. Since then, yeah, bro, you can't. He's like, I share my glory with no man. Yeah, I, I don't need your help. I don't need your help. I don't need your help. Now, here's the poetic justice. I told you I'm going to Silicon Valley. Meta is one of my stops. The guy says, "Is there anything you want to do? Anything you want to see?" I, I said, "Hey, you made this invitation. I need to know what I don't know." And I won't know what I don't know until I'm in the room to figure out you saying something that I've never heard that I need to know. He's like, I got you. I I understand you perfectly. I said, I would like one thing. If we're going to meta, do you think it would be difficult to talk to somebody about my restricted account? He said, (laughs) we'll get that account unrestricted while we're there. I'll walk you in the room with the people that make those decisions. And it was like, the Lord was like, hey, I know you put in the little request on Meta to like, we will review your account and see blah, blah, blah. He's like, no, I've opened the door for you to do it face to face because you're going to impact somebody while you're in that room when you have this discussion. I stumbled into that. How else am I going to get into Meta? Who I know. What are we even talking about? So this is, this is what happens when you say yes 
and you get out of his way. He can put you in rooms you would never get in on your own. In this kingdom, your strategy and your sprinting will never get you as far as you're stumbling so long as you're holding his hand. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's and a mic drop. And so we take a step, <laughs> not knowing it could ever turn into yep. what it might turn into. Yep. Because with him, even our stumbles can be supernatural. Yes, they can. And they are. Listen. Fire. This, this is, I hope, Fire. I hope some of you, no matter how old or young you are, because listen, this is not just for the young ones to teach you, well, while, while you're here, just go slow. No, no, no. This is for all of us. Yes, yeah, good. We all need to be reminded. Listen, there's something out there, lowercase s spirit, just championing everybody to sprint. Because sprinters fall. Mm. Walkers stumble. Mm. I hope you picked up on that. Mm. I hope you picked up on that in this conversation. It's not worth it. Wow. You get on the divine people mover. If you ask me, Preston, would you rather have a sprinter that looks like they're dominating in the first couple hundred yards of the airport or would you rather have somebody that's not even moving their feet but standing on the people mover give me the person on the people mover wow and my prayer is our prayer is that you would never be more impressed with your feet mm. than you are captivated by the work of his hand wow yes lord Woo. i'm gonna pray Woo. And we're going to be done and we're going to dinner. <laughs> Lord, bless the food we're going to eat. Lord, <laughs> thank you for catching us. Mm. Thank you for not making us sprint. Yes, Lord. Thank you for not putting us in contests against the people we love to see wow. who can run the fastest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Lord. We hold you by the hand and you hold us by ours. And it's one of your favorite things. Yes, Lord. And when I'm holding your hand, if I trip, I'll never fall. You use even my stumbles to find the center of your will. So God, I come against every scheme of the enemy to speed my brothers and sisters up. Yes, Lord. Beyond your pace. Yes, Lord. I pray a measure of humility would be found in each one of them, mm -hmm. that they would humble themselves just like Joshua, stay small and with God, be magnified big. Yes, you Lord. don't have to do big yes, Lord. by yourself. Lord, I pray for humility for us all. May we never be so impressed with where our two feet can take us. Yes, Lord. That we get off your people mover and out from underneath your hand. Yes, Lord. God, thank you. Thank you for what you did mm -hmm. in this time. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I pray you bless Timmy for Thank pouring you. out. Thank you, Lord. After pouring out for the last couple of weeks nonstop. Mm -hmm. I pray to the Thank measure you, that you used him to pour into them. I pray for this next two months with his own family. Mm -hmm. Lord, I pray for holy, holy moments yes, Lord, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. in his own home. Thank I pray you, for Jesus. moments of breakthrough yes, Lord. that are beyond 
what he and you are asking for. Yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God, thank you for setting us in family. Yes, God. May we stumble together Mm -hmm. and celebrate one another as we do. Thank you, Jesus. Stumbling our way into the center of your will. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We love you. We love you so much. I love you so much. Yeah. We love doing this together. We do. And we love doing this with you. I love you so much. We'll see you next time.